back to the SideQuest podcast. This is Eric, and this is Season 2, Episode 1. Welcome to 2021, everybody. Jeff, Justin, welcome to the new year. Are you awake? A little yawny, but ready and raring to go. Yeah. Season 2, we made it. Season 2, National Hangover Day. Woo! Season 2. Season 2. So we're just going to keep saying that for 30 minutes, just so you get it. Uh, but no, thanks everybody for joining us. We we appreciate you being here. I'm sure a lot of you are recovering from uh, just a heavy night of drinking and hanging out, staying up late and doing whatever it is that you did. Um, so yeah, welcome to 2021. We all made it. We're still here. Clock's still ticking. It didn't. You know, fingers crossed. And those of you that didn't make it, because a lot of people probably aren't, not to get morbid, but <laughs> jam it, Eric. How about a shout yeah. out to those that didn't make it? Well, shout out to all those 2020 folks, RIP. Um, but, uh, you know, here we are, season two. It <laughs> was real compassionate of you. Another RIP. Another RIP well, <laughs> this on. podcast. Uh, but no, so 2021, right? In a new year, a brand new year, which. I mean, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you guys think of, oh, it's a brand new year? What's the first thing everybody talks about? How shitty the next two months are. Well, not only that, but Justin, I think you got this one. I I'm gonna agree with how <laughs> shitty the next two months are. Like, well, I'll I'll th- I'll throw you guys a huge boner. Uh, it's, fruit loop us. I'm gonna fruit loop you, tick and talk you. Um, but New Year's resolutions that nobody ever lives up to, follows, or completes. I mean, let's be honest, everybody. You you're setting some New Year's resolutions. You're you're talking about this year like it's you know it's gonna be your year. You did it. You know, day one, you're stepping on that scale, you're joining Planet Fitness, you're throwing away all, like 14 burritos that were stuffed in your fridge. Um, and so for you guys, our very first side quest of season two um, are, or is, I should say, what were some of your past New Year's resolutions and did you ever stick with any of them? Honestly. So Jeff, we'll start with you. Uh, no, I never really got into the resolution thing, Thought it was stupid. Um, cause you can, you can start a new you pretty much anytime you want. So what the hell does the new year, I, I just thought it was silly and stupid. It's a, there's one thing I did probably two years ago, which, um, you know, I said I was going to get a trainer and work out with him, focus on that. And, uh, I still day so get your bod real tight so i guess we've been doing that for two years but again yeah there's i mean if you want to reinvent this might not be a good time for someone to reinvent themselves maybe april is or you know may is or something kind of find it stupid that people wait all year just for (laughs) oh it's got to start on january that's that's dumb you can reinvent yourself whenever you want yeah well, you, I, some of you sounded like Tony Robbins, like you can reinvent yourself whenever you want. It could be a Wednesday. <laughs> just say you can. <laughs> well, you literally can, though. Yeah, Jeez, like, what is forcing people? Fuck. Well, it's not depressing. It's just I hate these people that are going to do all this stuff because it's what? It's it's January 1st. And no, they're not. They're hungover. And then they're going to be like, oh, well, it's the weekend. So I'll start, you know, January 4th. And by then they've already forgotten. It's it's so stupid. <laughs> Stop, stop doing 
resolutions or whatever. No one's ever gonna do it. Just stop. Jeff, is... do it when you're when you want to do something. When you're ready to do it. Don't because... improve yourself. Do not take the new year. Don't improve say... yourself because the whole internet and Facebook and Instagram is telling you to do it on January first. Do it when you're ready to do it and when your mind is in the right spot to do it. Because if you're not in that spot, you're not going to do it. So stop kidding yourself. I'm going to do it starting in 2041. I can't wait. Good luck. <laughs> 1442 was my year. Oh, yeah. Man, shout out to 1442. Um, we got a lot of love for 1442 last episode. Justin, I have well, to and imagine. Listener. Yeah, thank you. Uh, King Edward IV, uh, who's been dead for about 560 years. We appreciate the, the follow. Um, Justin, I feel like you may have had a resolution in the past, in the past X amount of years. Yes? Yeah. So I'm not as sad sacky as Jeff when it comes to New Year's resolutions because I want to split the difference between what the two of you are saying and if you can keep yourself motivated and you can look at every calendar year to say, I want to accomplish this in 12 months. And then you do. And then twelve the next 12 months, you say, this is what I want to do and this is where I want to go and accomplish. Then you do that. I think that it makes sense to make resolutions and goals for yourself. And as long as you're moving forward and accomplishing them, I don't think that's a sad thing to do. So, I mean, I, I will say like my biggest thing is always like, I, I want to increase my productivity and output. And um, for the past three years, I've always set a goal for myself to write X amount of content, whether it be a screenplay or a novel or a short story or whatever I want to work on and then to accomplish that. And uh, it's always a new refreshing way to set yourself up for success. And I've knocked it out of the park the last few years for sure. All right. Well, I like that. That's, that's a high note for sure. No, I think I don't really set any new year's resolutions before 2021 uh or before the new year i think about them a little bit like you said justin like what do i want to accomplish are there little things i want to do and don't bite off more than i can chew type mentality because last year i was like gung-ho i was like yeah i'm gonna go to the i'm gonna join the gym and i'm gonna go work out and sure enough I started like that first week of January and after 12 weeks or however many weeks, then the gyms were closed because of COVID. And I was actually sticking to the routine. I actually enjoyed going to the gym and get lifting some weights and feeling like I was, uh, you know, feeling a little bit healthier and all that. And then all of a sudden COVID hit and it was like, all right, I'll just take this and I'll go and do it at home. Like I can just use laundry detergent big things and they could be weights because I don't have any weights at home uh, and I could do push-ups and all this shit and then like you know three weeks into that I was just on the couch or in the fridge like for the rest <laughs> of the year <laughs> so I don't know I I think they're a good idea to kind of you know give yourself an upgrade of some kind or get rid of something or do something you've always wanted to do um, I think in this untimely world where we don't know what's going on and you know, oh, I'd love to go, you know, scuba dive the Great Barrier Reef in June, but can we even, like, you know, leave our house in six months? I don't know. Hopefully. But, yeah, I don't know. New Year's resolutions. Take it or leave it. But it's always funny watching people on, like, Facebook and so social media just, like, go nuts over it. And then 
three months later they're like back on the couch like i was three you're giving them way more credit three months <laughs> more like three days or three weeks i feel like three months is probably that sweet spot where it's like uh this this sucks. and if you're a person that's just promoting oh look at me you're not doing it for yourself because why are you telling all these people you're doing it you just want attention yeah assholes i want attention <laughs> It's like a birthday wish. I don't think you need to share it necessarily with somebody. Just it's go do it. Yes. Thing. Yeah. And and do it. Accomplish it. Grow. Yeah. And that's kind of an interesting thing you brought up is like, you know, before social media, people just like kept shit to themselves. You know, like there weren't cameras on at all times, or like if you go and hug an old person. It wasn't from like a far away where someone's taking a picture and then you go over there and say, oh, I want you to make this grand story about how I gave them my shoes and they were crying because the war hero heard a pop and reminded him of, you know, being in the trenches or something. It's like, what what happened to the days where it was just like, keep that shit to yourself, like a birthday wish, Justin? I mean, are we just in, are we just like in an overload mode of social media always? Like, do you like being on it? It's definitely more a American thing because when I, you know, go to like Japan or Korea or even Germany, they, they have it, but they don't use it in the way we use it. This hyper crazy, you know, show the world every amazing thing that you're doing. Um, a lot of them use it just to kind of connect with other people. Uh, less so, you know, live in the moment. Why are you standing there taking a photo, standing on the side of a street with a mm -hmm. famous street sign just to show up like who who the hell cares or like the fireworks who videos fireworks <laughs> i don't want to watch your dumb fireworks on a shitty phone camera on facebook but i think it's i think it's more like an us thing uh and less so in other parts of the world i mean sure there are influencers and things like that in france or you know norway maybe but nowhere near the ridiculousness that we do it here. So are you saying that you're not going to do all your TikTok dance videos this year? No, I don't. No, <laughs> I don't really use social media at all. So <laughs> I think, I mean, if there's one New Year's resolution, like I, I would definitely say that, you know, I would, I want to be off of social media a little bit more than I am. Like literally when I'm on the couch watching TV or a movie, my phone, it's, it's like this, um, just like this connector in my brain says, pick up your phone, scroll through Facebook, look at Instagram, post another stupid video to help promote the podcast over and over and over and over again. I don't know if you guys are like that. Do you guys like feel the need to just be on your phone because you're bored or it's a commercial? So I am, but I don't, I don't do it with social media, but I do it with Reddit, like an unhealthy amount where I'm pulling up my phone and looking at, you know, my favorite subreddits on Ask, you know, um, Ask Reddit or uh, Who Would Win, just dumb shit like that. I don't know. I'm just, I'm always on it or reading something that's going on in the world or I, I don't know. But I'm like obsessed with the stupid Reddit app on my phone. But I'm definitely picking it up mainly for Reddit. I don't know if you guys have that app or anyone who's listening where it'll tell you how many times you're opening up your phone and what apps you're looking at and for how long. And for me, it's just that Reddit symbol 
and then text and then obviously the phone and those are like my three big uh terrible ones with uh discord discord is a is a very close third what about twitch I don't ever go on Twitch, really. The only time I'm going on Twitch is if someone links something in the Discord chat uh, or, like, say, in the Warcraft subreddit of someone, you know, doing an arena or a PvP or something like that. It's more clips, but a lot of times I don't even need to open the app to watch it. Gotcha. Wow. Well, how about that? Yeah, I think... Yeah, I, I play video games. I don't watch people play video games yeah. as much. Justin, what about you? Are you Mr. Crowd Surfing on your phone? Just always on there? I go in waves, like especially with the different platforms. Like I'll I'll be on Twitter for a while, like maybe 30 days, and then I'll get bored with it. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm curious to what people are talking about professionally on LinkedIn. So I'll plug into there for a little while, and then I'll get bored with it. And then it's like, oh, go back to Facebook and see what the hell people are talking about there and get bored with it. And then go to Reddit. And I just, I vacillate between what I like to indulge myself in, but I get bored real quickly because <laughs> there's just so much bullshit. And yeah. I'm not, I try to engage with people and post and, you know, stuff like that, like on more so like LinkedIn and Twitter. Like I haven't done anything on Facebook in like, years yeah and i don't believe in instagram so i avoid that like the plague <laughs> oh well, that's applicable to 2020 but you know yeah. season uh -oh. two season no two yeah we did it we beat it um no i'm glad you guys brought up reddit because i know you know our fan base probably knows what reddit is or has been on there and I'm, I'm glad you guys mentioned it so much because this is one of our brand new segments of season two is we're actually going to go out and just choose a random question from Ask Reddit and go around the table and answer it. And I had to pick one out because it was too good. When I was going through the list and I tried to random, randomize it, this one was just so perfect for the first day of 2021. So here's the question. Jeff, shut up, okay? Um, huh? You go to sleep on the 31st of December 2020 and wake up the next day. But when you check your phone, it says January 1st, 2020. After the first couple of days, you realize it is like Groundhog Day. So what do you do with the information you have about 2020? So you wake up, it's January 1st, 2020, and you know the shit year we just went through. Uh, Jeff, we'll start with you. What do you do with the information you have well, there's not much you can do because most people probably think you're insane if you just say there's a virus coming. And <laughs> everyone be like, no, uh, I'd probably just invest in uh, some companies at the very beginning of the pandemic that I know that will bounce back and make quite a bit of money, such as like Tesla or Disney. Uh, but outside of that, you really can't even bet on sports much because that's been so fickle and weird. Uh, sometimes they're playing, sometimes they're not. So, yeah, I don't think there's much you can do. I don't think anyone would believe you. I mean, no one even believed it when the news was first talking about it. So be hard to convince people that it's coming or save yourself or whatever. Uh, maybe just put some money into some things. It's probably the best you can do. All right. Good answers. Justin, thoughts? I, I'm for the most part agree with Jeff and what he's saying. Like, there's not a whole lot that you can do. If you remember January, people were talking about the virus. People, January 2020, that is. 
um, people were saying it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. So like that already existed personally, January, February, March, up until like the, the shutdown officially happened was pretty eventful and exciting for, for me, my family, my friends. I probably wouldn't change anything. I would say just ride it out, do what we did again, have fun while we can and stay safe when we need to. Yeah, good answers. I I agree with the money route. Like there's really not much you'd be able to do. Like you would probably just be known as like the crazy guy who was right. And then that would probably cause its own problems. I feel like there would be a, a group of people that would be fanatics that would be like, holy shit, he's, he's some kind of godsend. We must follow him. And then people are like in bathrobes all over your house 24-7 just you know, just, just doing whatever you bid them to do. And then it turns into a cult so quick. Um, I feel like, what exactly are you doing? That's making people follow you as <laughs> you're, if you're in the occult. You're the, Please tell me what sure. crazy stuff out of a couple investments. <laughs> not only, no, not just the investments, the pandemic stuff. When you start talking January 3rd, like guys, it's coming. Trust me, come March 18th, everyone's going to be locked down all the States. And you're just going to basically be predicting the future. Um, and you could just like seal shit in envelopes to fuck with people. Just like, I'm going to write down Joe Biden in an envelope, um, right now and time and date it. And then we'll open this up towards the election day. Uh, just shit that you can remember. Like, obviously you don't have Wikipedia in front of you. Like you go back and all of a sudden you have less money and you still have to work and you probably have to relive a lot of shitty days of 2020. Um, but you could, you could probably build a cult following by just talking crazy shit and it actually coming true. Um, with based off of shit that you remember, like, Hey guys, the name of baby Yoda is blank. Cause Justin hasn't seen it yet. Um, and you could have thrown that out there, all the heavy spoilers from, uh, favorite movies and TV shows. And you could let people know that cyberpunk isn't actually going to happen until like no, uh, December 11th. So, or halo, you can <laughs> penny your head, your veggies. Hedge your bedges. Bedge your hedges. Hedge. Trim your hedges, your bush. <laughs> so that'll do it. There we go. Wow. Eric Eric tells the world Cyberpunk won't be ready, and now he has people in his front yard in white robes <laughs> bowing down to his house. Yep. They're just following me like whatever I need. Yep. I could see that. That could happen. You know what? I think that's an episode of Family Guy. Oh, I'm sure. I think oh I think you're right. God, I haven't watched Family Guy in a minute. Do you guys still watch it? Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. I remember when it used to After be funny. Seth MacFarlane left. I, it's uh, kind of gone downhill. I just remember growing up being like, you know, Simpsons, man, that sucks. It's so kiddie-ish. And then all of a sudden Family Guy came around. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so edgy. I'm so edgy. And then, <laughs> <laughs> like, growing out of that. And then, like, I feel like Rick and Morty's that next step for us is it's, like, even edgier. So what's that, like, next animation justin did you ever watch rick and morty no i never got into it but for what it's worth i recently started watching bojack horseman oh, okay yeah so that's up there that counts a little bit i guess yeah i mean those all those weird like adult swim shows like jeff i know you were all over them like growing up like space ghost coast to coast um god what were some other ones there's so many good ones 
I mean, Tim and Eric. I mean, you and I well, would yeah. go insane over, shout over out. them. Big shout out to Tim and Eric and the uh, Eric Andre show, which is just as crazy. Bird up. Bird up. <laughs> uh, I got to watch. You this. know, what's real interesting is why, you know, we have Family Guy and then you get Rick and Morty. But even Rick and Morty seems like it's on the downfall. Um, you know, Family Guy did it. Why? Why has South Park just continuing continuing to be so dominant as it is like that never really fell off and it's still just as popular if not more i that's a great question i feel like it has like the simpsons formula where like nobody ages there is no like uh, you know, it's like, if you like the show, then you'll probably always like the show. I feel like that's their formula is staying current, having good content, creating the shows. Like, I think I watched a documentary where it was like seven days to air or something like that, where they show you how they literally have nothing written down. And then seven days later, the show has to air. So it's like they think and they write and they just pull shit out of their ass. And um, I don't know. I think it's just it, they have a good formula and... It is funny, and they're, you know, over the top, and they're just known for it, and everybody hates, you know, like a lot of people that they make fun of probably all hate it, but I don't know. Justin, did you watch South Park a lot? Yeah, I went through waves with South Park. I was, like, really into it back in, like, 98, maybe, and then got back into it in, like, 2004, then again in, like, 2008, and then again in, like, 2012. I think that you're on the right path when you say the fact that they can always be current and relevant to what's going on and that they can turn over like they're basically a walking meme so yeah. when anytime something's relevant they can push out content to react to what people are talking about and then you get a ken bone episode <laughs> oh god ken bone totally forgot about that guy what a gem exactly what a gem yeah i i think jeff to answer your question too is about rick and morty i think it just became so unexpectedly popular so quick that that what was it the gap between season one and season two or was it season two and season three i forget when it was where they're like it's coming in like a year and a half uh and everybody was just putting it up on this pedestal because pretty much every episode they they released for season one and i think most of season two was like just gold like they were classic instant classic episodes and then, I don't know, season three came around and they were just trying too many things or trying to just meta the meta the meta themselves. Um, I mean, Pickle Rick was a good episode. There's a couple other good ones, but I don't know. What do you think it is, Jeff? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, because watching season one and season two, they're like really good. Um, it's a really good show. And I didn't really watch much of season three, and I'm sure there's a fourth one coming out, or maybe there's a fourth one. I don't know. It just seems like those types of shows do really well in the beginning, like the f maybe five seasons max, and then the gimmick's kind of up. Uh, but it's interesting because South Park has been doing the same gimmick, and it um, it just seems to keep uh, keep going, opposed to these other, like, you know, American cartoon, adult shows, American Dad, all these yeah. different ones. They have a few good seasons, or they're popular, or maybe 
something was really funny, like Pickle Rick or whatever, that gets thrown all over Reddit and YouTube and, and stuff like that. And people, you know, jump on the train and then they kind of jump off. Yeah. Um, not really sure. Yeah, I think it's tough because, well, South Park, I mean, again, they do a great job with just current events, too. So it's always pretty much going to be funny. Even if you watch it years later, you just remember that time and date when they did like the Tom Cruise coming out of the closet episode or uh, the Chris Hansen to catch a predator episode. I mean, (laughs) there's so many classics, but I think, you know, with shows like Rick and Morty, when they try to build their own universe, it's, it just becomes a lot tougher because they are making up like everything you see on the screen is all made up. Like there is no, um, relation one to another i mean yeah they're like the Birdman is there and the recurring characters are there which are funny but they just like every episode are going out to some other interdimensional space and time place where they're fighting the zerlock of the whatever who stole a baby from planet zerloid from what you know and sometimes it's just a little bit you know too much for itself or some shows just I don't, I don't this whole notion that you need eight seasons to be successful you don't i mean look at the show the good place that was four seasons and they're like that's it we're done we're done telling that story yeah so i think it's okay if like rick and morty just decide you know what on season four we're just gonna go out when we're on a, a high note or like Shit's creek Same. or Shit's creek yeah no one wanted that to end but they even if you watch the documentary on Netflix where they're like, do one more. And it's like, no, this is, that's it. We've, <laughs> we've done it. We're on a high point. It's, this is how we're on it. We'll, we'll end it. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's a good thing. There's crazy, even like network TV and I, Justin, I don't know if you ever watched agents of shield or supernatural, any of that. And I love those shows, but this notion, you need 24 episodes uh, in a season, they just drag on, and it's like, oh my god, okay, I get it. Like maybe it's okay to do, you know, something that's only three seasons, but ten really good episodes. Yeah, no, I think you you make a great point. And so we talked about this earlier in season one about TV shows that we sort of invested in and just couldn't get through watching, and like how Dexter just shit the bed mm-hmm. with its ending. But, you know, when you're in the writing room and you're establishing what your storyline is and you get to where you want to go, I think that a lot of times TV shows have like a good arc that they want to accomplish. You take a show like How I Met Your Mother where they're like they had everything set up and then they were renewed for like another two seasons. And so they were just kind of like, well, fuck it. Let's just yeah, let's just make it funny. Um I mean, that happens and it's unfortunate. Like, This Is Us should have been a show that ended after two seasons. It was great. It was dramatic. It was impactful. Everything was fantastic. You find out what the the slip is and then it's gone and it loses all of the intimacy that it created. Yeah. I feel like... Yeah. I feel like... uh one consistent network that does a good job in my in my book is hbo they tend to know like when the series needs to end whether it's like i I really enjoyed the show called the leftovers only three seasons but that was an amazing show not a lot of people have heard about it or even watched it but like three seasons in and out sopranos like i know they you could probably write a couple more seasons out of it but i thought like it was the time and place to just end that um i mean 
I'm not going to talk about Game of Thrones at all, because they should have fucking definitely gone another two seasons, but regardless, um, that's their one, I would say, stain on their reputation. But I feel like there's a lot of good shows out there that just knew um, that they were ready and done. And I, it it's such a love-hate thing, because I, I don't like those good shows to go away. Like, Shit's Creek, I know you guys uh, all really talked me into watching that, and I just enjoyed the hell out of it. And you don't want it to end, and it's it's sad when it does, and it's like, man, I really wish they would have just pumped out one more season or two more seasons, and they just, I don't know, they leave it as is, and I think it's great. So I'm being a yeah, little... I mean, I'm on, I'm on. I don't know if you guys ever watched New Girl. Uh, my little brother really got me into it, just solely based on the one main character that he says is just his life, uh, but. There's, I watched the six seasons and then now there's a seventh. I think it came out a while ago, but I'm just, I just saw it on Netflix now and it's rough. I'm like, did they really need this last season? It's like totally different. It's like what Scrubs did where the hospital burned down and now they're like a teaching hospital or something. It's like, they're just trying to ride the wave, but the wave is over. It's done. Stop. Stop. And I think Shit's Creek, they knew that it would start to do that. And they were smart enough to say, this is it. This is These are all the stories we have. We have no more stories for these characters. And that's okay. Yeah. So then the, he can go off and make, you know, another show with new characters and new things. So Yeah. All right. Very good. Well, folks, thank you so much for joining us here on our very first episode of Season 2. It is the January 1st, 2021. Here's to a great year. Here's to a new season. Uh, and we're going to change things up a little bit. Uh, I know last season we all ended with some noise, some phrase, some whatever. But what I want to do this season is end with a fan side question for you all to noodle on. And we want to hear back from you. So reach out to us on social media at SideQuestPod. Let us know your answer to the question. Uh, and we'll start our next episode by answering the question ourselves. So we hope to see you next time. And uh, here's our fan side question from Becky. Shout out to at B Hilgey. Uh, And her question is basically what's called the Pinocchio paradox, where it is, what would happen if Pinocchio said, my nose is going to grow right now? So as you know, Pinocchio, if he lies, his nose grows. So we'll leave you with that little treasure to noodle on and hit us back at SideQuest Pod. Have a good one. We'll see you next time. Mm.